listening to Inside Healthy Teams by Apricot Consulting, a series that draws on the experience of experts to unearth the principles of personal and team leadership. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us. Welcome to Inside Healthy Teams from Apricot Consulting, revealing conversations with execs designed to provide leaders practical insights to build healthy organisations which strengthen their competitive advantage. I'm your host, James McHugh, the Head of Corporate Social Impact here at Apricot Consulting, and I'm joined here by Max, who is the founder of IsGood AI Software. IsGood AI Software is a system for social impact optimization. He and his team have been developing, with, uh, developing the last couple of years and are about to go live with. Max is an award-winning international strategist and technologist. Our discussion today is on the topic of social impact measurement and the AI software that is set to greatly enhance the way social impact data is tracked and the insight is it provides. So, Max, welcome to our podcast episode. Hey, James, how are you going? Great, Max. I'm uh, really excited about this uh, this topic. And uh, Max, I'd love to hear, you know, before we get into the topic too much today, I'd love to hear about your background and your experience with impact measurements. Yeah, so I suppose I've, I've been involved in technology uh, for many, many years and at the same time uh, working around uh, trying to uh, be a uh, good citizen and and doing and helping out other people. Um, so I suppose my family and, and my background is, is in service, but it's also in, in technology. And so um, having done that for years and years, when I found out that um, essentially we don't know how to understand whether we're having a positive or negative impact beyond a dollar figure or an activity figure, um, I naturally turned towards technology as a way of trying to unravel um, that problem and have since been working yeah, a number of years sort of research and development around this and um, and uh, have, been, have been using my technological background and, and my network and hundreds of people that have been involved in this project over the years to uh, try and actually solve this problem so that we can create a better future. Great. And so, as you said, you've been, you know, deeply involved in this for quite some time now. Mm. What are you currently seeing in the world of impact measurement? Uh, so, I mean, look, there's been slight uh, upgrades uh, that have been happening and there's been a, a lot of, um, you know, so slight upgrades from the technology perspective. Um, mm. So, you know, they're, they're sort of, you know, slightly better than uh, Microsoft Excel um, and spreadsheets or, or, you know, slightly better um, graphs so that the graphs don't look like they're from the 1990s and they're sort of more in the 2000s. And, uh, of course, you know, we've had, you know, an evolution of big data and, and uh, what they call uh, data lakes which is more like a quagmire or swamp of uh, outdated data that doesn't talk to each other. Yeah, right. Um, uh, but there's been also a lot of a change in in people looking towards new standards or new indicators um, and ways of um, 
you know, you know, having a new way of reporting back uh, impact and then more or less putting SDG stickers or something like that next to a heading that says impact um, with some new framework or, or standard or indicator. Um, but essentially, at the end of the day, it's really just reporting back on how much money was spent accounting for that and uh, saying you did, you did 500 things and it was a, you know, you put a heading of impact above it. So if you if you did 500 things and it cost you $10 million, you've had 500 um, positive impacts and you've accounted for $10 million and that was a $10 million positive impact with 500 impacts and it's awesome. And as long as you've got a picture of a smiley kid in your report, yeah. maybe a couple of... Uh, little stickers that say that it's a, related to an SDG or some environmental thing, you you know, everyone's, all the stakeholders are happy. Yeah. 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 And we've all seen those reports and you, and you started to touch on it there, Max, but, but why does the way we measure impact matter? Uh, well, it's understanding of value. So, you know, if you look at it that you've got a, a measurement, there's, you know, a measurement is, you know, something like a thermometer or a, a, a tape measure or a survey question. And so there's years and years and years of research and, and uh, effort that's been put towards around, around measurement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the... And a lot, a lot of that measurement is is quite good, and that's evolved as technology has evolved. So there's like you know lean lean data measurement, lean evaluation um, uh, type approaches that um, are using both technology but also iterative approaches to towards this measurement and the ongoing uh, uh, input of, of information around what people are doing. Um, but measurement's just one of the things. Um, the, the one of the biggest problems with measurement is what the hell do I measure? Um, yeah. What what you know? And and at the end of the day, it's you know you've got to measure what matters because if you if you, if what you're measuring is not actually the right information for that particular problem, or it's really only accounting for you know money and um, you know your operations, but it doesn't account in any way for the for the outcomes and change you've enabled for end beneficiaries. Then, really, all you're reporting is your operational information and dollar figures. Yeah. And 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 because there's been a, you know, the the measurement's quite easy now. It's become cheaper and easier. Um, yeah. It's that measuring what matters. And the thing is, because there's been th this big evolution that's that people have been going through and they're sort of like going, oh, my God, the world's ending, everything's getting worse, which, you know, yeah, uh, you know, social problems are getting worse, mental health problems are getting worse, um, equality problems are getting worse and, and, and the environment. And, that's it. and so people scramble and they come up with these new standards and frameworks and now what we've got is basically a paralysis of thousands and thousands and thousands of standards and frameworks, mm, yeah. all which have different indicators and metrics, all which have different data that's supposed to go into those, and none of them talk to each other. There's yeah. no information that tells us what combination of those are 
uh, being able to work. So everyone just sort of goes, well, okay, we're just going to choose a framework. We're going to do five things and we're going to do that. And it's like, well, does this provide the right evidence? Well, we don't know, but the other stuff's too hard. Yeah. And uh, whereas like, between, you know, through all those thousands of frameworks and, and research and, and, and amazing people all over the world that have done these things, the answers are in there. Um, it's not that none of us have any idea whatsoever of how we can solve these things. It's just that what are the combination of things that need to happen to be able to solve these problems? And at a moment, there's there's just a basically a, a, a galaxy of thousands and millions of things that people can choose from, mm-hmm. um, but no way to be able to work out what it is that they're supposed to be measuring. What are the what are the things that are going to provide the evidence that guides their program, um, their projects, um, where they do their spend their resources, minimize risks, um, and and get their best outcomes for those end beneficiaries? It's just been so so such such a big problem of just too much stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it seems like so much of our effort over the last sort of 15 years or so has been on making, you know, the data and accessing data and measuring data accessible and cheap. And now mm. it's like, what do we do with it all? Um, it, yeah. It's, and, and from what I'm hearing from you, Max, that really is the gap that we have in the mo- at the moment in our current sort of impact measurement methods, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so both both impact measurements, improving outcomes, yep. trying to do, um, you know, planning, and and also and and very much so the the um, the risk management side of it, and you know, so that you don't have, you know, negative consequences of something you thought was going to be good, mm-hmm. just because you've got the right the wrong combination of things, because um, it's not just. You know, you do one thing and it solves that problem. It's actually, you know, these are complex social, environmental, humanitarian problems, and yeah. and there's and there, and there's a number of things that need to occur together in a certain location or for a certain problem um, that isn't going to be directly transferable to the other side of the world, for example. And so, just because there's a research case on the other side of the world that says go do these two things and it'll help. You can't directly apply that to a problem on the other side of the world, which might be for a completely different demographic, a completely different social structure and environment that you're operating in, um, in the same way that, you know, you can't go and have something that works on land that you could have working in the middle of the ocean. They're mm. different things. Similar problems might be, but there isn't the ways of being able to understand what those differences are and how how you can have, um, you know, the right considerations to be able to help solve those things. Mm. And, you know, that, quite, that leads quite nicely, Max, into, uh, you know, why you developed the Is Good AI Technologies, this, um, this software that you've, you and your team have been working on for the last few years. I'd love to yeah. hear more about uh, about what it is and what it does. Yeah, well, uh, I suppose the journey first started when I was running uh, digital fundraising campaigns for a couple of foundations, 
And we raised huge amounts of money and all of the promises we had in our fundraising campaigns were um, unable to be substantiated. Um, they were going, they were able to say that they spent the money, you know, on a new hospital wing, you know, new treatments, uh, new services, new nurses and doctors that they employed. Um, but what we, what, what, you know, what we were raising the money for was, you know, better mental health, better connection with community, being able to get back to work, mm -hmm. being, 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 you know, better, not a report on how we did construction and installed machines. Mm. Um, and so from that, uh, I then went out and spoke to people across nonprofits, government, uh, international aid organisations, um, a, a lot, a lot of different people that I knew across those areas, and 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 then you know went down that rabbit hole for a few years trying to figure yeah. out what the hell's going on. <laughs> why do why do why do people not know what's um, actually going to 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 be good? What's what's yeah. You know, enabling us to to get a better society, um, and uh, and so and so going down those those holes, we, you know, I used a lot of digital tools that I was using commercially for clients. So these are, you know, all your big analytics, data analysis, reporting uh, type tools that are used uh, by enterprise, big tech startups, and stuff like that. And so we we were using trying to you know sort of reverse engineer those tools to be able to um, get them to work um, for for what we wanted. But you know we discovered that the engineering and the systems behind them was was based around uh, resource exploitation and 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 extracting value. Um, you know because you, you all the money goes to, towards those things. You know there, there's not a lot of money and effort that gets you know, uh, put towards the tech for good and the data for good, um, uh, especially over the last twenty years or so. Um, and and so those systems are realistically designed the wrong way around for us to be able to understand what the inputs are. Because when we're trying to find what creates that holistic solution to create change to enable outcomes for people. If you're using a system that's designed just to exploit them to get greater profit levels, it's just not engineered the right way. Yeah. Um, and, and then we had to work out how, how we could take this technological innovations and so forth that have been there and, and big data and, you know, the API economy and, um, uh, open source software and all of the all of these types of things and re-engineer it and reverse engineer it so that it could be put together in a way that would enable us to have a system that actually um, can tell us what types of activities are creating the greatest value internally for a problem and and change and and for those social impact areas and environmental impact areas. Um, Instead of these systems that are just engineered to do to do one thing, and that's make more money and exploit exploit mm -hmm. the resources to do that, and you can see that whether it's you know the rise of um, you know giant tech companies in recent years where they keep saying data is oil. Well, yeah, it is because they use that to exploit um, the 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 places that all of that data comes from, and then the other side of it, you've got it all getting used for the military and covert ops, 
right. and and if all your money is going towards that, you know, you got to have someone that's doing something for good and yeah. being able to provide the knowledge and insights that cre- can create a better future um, rather than one that just makes more money for the few. And, and and just I suppose really simply for the listeners, then how does the is good AI uh, technology differ differ from some of maybe the other tools that are out there in in the market? So I mean other other tools, um, you know, you've got all sorts of tech tools, and you've got accounting mm-hmm. standards which do money and finance and you know insurance algorithms and all of those types of things, um, which are you know not really applicable to um, trying to create uh, a, a balance between people and planet and, yeah. you know, have us, having us all being prosperous uh, through that. Um, and uh, and so we've got, a, I suppose, a very different viewpoint in that we focus on, on the outcomes and the change that we can enable to create a uh, uh, or for us to head in the right direction. We don't actually know the answer. All of these accounting systems um, are very much like that as well um, in that they're just economic theories and, and uh, accounting theories. Um, but um, what we see on uh, the non-commercial, non-monetary side is, is that... Um, you know, we, we we generally know the types of things that we want that's going to be better for humanity. We, we, we know the things that are going to be better for our habitat and for us to, to have this, this um, uh, better future and we can recognise a lot of the things that are going wrong. Um, but most of what we can do at this current point in time is look at the, the Band-Aids that we're putting on the symptoms of those problems. We're unable to understand... Um, you know, the, the complex um, connection of underlying problems in a way that enables us to start solving that um, and being able to focus on solving solving those problems and heading in the right direction. We don't always know what it's going to be. We don't know what the act- activities are. We don't, we don't prescribe what the activities have to be. But based off the evidence around the outcomes and change that we need, the system's able to provide back the right evidence around all of that global research and and standards and frameworks I was talking about beforehand and all the evidence and the data behind that. It is able to recommend based off the outcomes and change that we're trying to enable. It gives recommendations based off the real-time evidence and data that's there right then. And setting up these projects at the start, you, you put in what the you know what the problem is the the geolocation the uh, issues the change that you're wishing to see and the AI is able to figure out from that from the network of millions of indicators and metrics the ones that are going to provide the most meaningful evidence and and it's very very important because it t- it enables you to measure what matters it mm. gives you a roadmap for data maturity and having better evidence of your impact and effects on those things, validates and verifies the data and the information behind those and enables you to have true evidence-based decision-making by, by saying this is the evidence 
around these areas and based off that evidence there's these two or three things that are being affected by this thing there's this thing here that's being affected by those two things all based off the evidence and so the subject matter experts and 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 the executives the leaders but also you know the workers on the ground can then have the evidence and the information presented to them by the AI without having to be analysts without having to be data science people yeah yep. The AI comes up and tells them and says, "Look, based off this, 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 this is what's affecting you, and this is what is a shared learning from perhaps an external project um, that enables them to have some insight around what's affecting their ability to create the outcomes and change that they wish." Uh, and Matt, and so that and so yeah, Matt, Max, this is a huge. I think this is a hugely exciting piece of of software and. Um, and I, you know, that, um, you know, unfortunately we do only have one more time, uh, time for one more question, but, uh, for the executives and managers that would be listening to the podcast right now, who perhaps are, are finding it difficult, uh, to gather the right pieces of information or to interpret the data about their social impact that they might be generating, mm. Uh, social or environmental impacts. Uh, how can the yeah. is good AI software help those people and and those organisations right now? Yeah, well, I mean, th this is a struggle mm. um, for even the most uh, qualified and educated researchers around the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it, it is it, it is nothing of their fault. It is simply that you know the the, the tools and mechanisms that we've got at the moment. Um, make it very difficult for us. Mm. And, and the explosion in the amount of data and, and ways that we could do things make it even more difficult because you've got decision um, uh, um, uh, inability to make decision because there's just so much information. You, it, it's almost impossible to do it. And so... And so for, 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 what, our, for what our platform uh, approach on it is, is that you simply have to know um, what the problem is that you're trying to, to address, um, the community that you're operating in, the, the effect you want to have on the world. Um, and you don't, and it's not just for for-purpose organisations. This can be for, um, you know, uh, uh, corporates and, and uh, industry and government who are wanting to just understand what their impacts are and how they can improve. And, and as long as you've got a hope for making a, making a better world and wanting to understand areas where you could decrease risk, enable opportunities, fill gaps, um, you just put that into our platform as, as normal text. Mm. You select some preferences that the AI comes back to you with. So it's sort of like a recipe. So like mm. says, hey, you want to cook a chocolate cake? Here's the op here's the options for chocolate cake. You know this type of chocolate, that type of chocolate, and you go, oh, I like this one better. And it's very much the same, but this is based off you know global research for for impact. And and so once you've got those there, you've got like a very easy path from there um, to more more or less point and click to some some data connectors, um, which are which are which are totally secure. It doesn't take copies of your database or anything else like that. Just individual fields and enables you to start getting that information straight away and that 
mapping side of things to understand what indicators and and uh, metrics are going to be meaningful to you to give you evidence to understand that and um, and being able to have that across a number of um, standards and frameworks, um, national and international. Um, that's going to be available in March, so you can go on and right. in, in March and and uh, uh, that's the end of March, not now. Yep. Um, because now is the start of March, um, yes. so that's at the end of March. <laughs> and then, then in the middle of 2021, um, around the end of June, we'll be able to have all those uh, real-time data connectors um, from single fields and single columns of data entry from your SaaS platform spreadsheets, wherever they happen to be, um, and be able to have all of that data verified, um, uh, reducing your governance and compliance costs. Uh, quality scores on that data that comes in and a whole heap of extra frameworks and standards uh, uh, to have in there. Um, and at that point in time, we'll also have all of the graphs, the visual dashboards and individualised insights for people at any level of the, the organisations or hierarchies. Fantastic. Uh, and we can do away with those clunky spreadsheets and glossy reports, eh? <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, there, yeah, well, there still has to be somewhere where the data exists. Yeah. Um, so there's a whole world of data that we can connect off, and that's your background and baseline data. But yeah. about the stuff that you do, there still needs to be a place it can be. Yeah. But you don't have to spend all this time trying to chunk through information, chunk through data, trying to find things, even with the most advanced analytics tools that are out there. You still have to try and work out what the hell's going on. Yes. and you may as well just have an AI turn around and say, hey, you know what, James, why don't you check out these two things because they're impacting this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how easy it should be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's certainly, it's it's a hugely exciting piece of, of technology and I and I really can't wait, uh, Max, to see it uh, and, and to use it. We'll be using it, so uh, really exciting. Um, but I just want to thank you, Max, for your time today and your insights. Um, people want to find out a little bit more information about Is Good AI, just go to your website, isgood.ai, best place to go to, Max. That's it. Great. Yep. Terrific. Yep, just uh, straight to Is Good AI. We've got a, um early access um form on there for you to be be in uh, in the early access group for, for people to come on and uh, and then we're all, and and then we'll be able to hook up and run a pilot with you and make sure it's good for you fantastic great max well thank you for your time max and thank you to our listeners for joining us here on Inside Healthy Teams. If you enjoyed today's podcast and wish to check out other episodes, please rate and subscribe, or you can head to our website or LinkedIn page. Just search for Apricot Consulting. Thanks for listening to Inside Healthy Teams by Apricot Consulting. We hope you found it helpful. And if you did, it would help us if you could rate and review this episode on your podcast platform and subscribe for more episodes. For more information, go to apricotconsulting.us.